the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're here to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867. Wait, Trace, you're going to leave us? We've got Trace up here with us. Well, I didn't see a laptop, so I wasn't sure we were actually. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's a, the laptop got left at home. Oops. But we can, we're doing it the old-fashioned way. It. This is the way it used to be, radio used to be done. That's right. right. I just made up names. Tell Fred him, is on the line. Tell dust it while, while you got it at home. Oh. Dust it. <laughs> you, know how, you don't want to know how old that laptop is. That dust is five, <laughs> six years old. Um, you mean not, it's well, like reading the rings of a tree, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You tell a, how old the layers of dust. Layers that, of dust. Uh, hey, I, uh, I don't think he'd mind losing the uh, laptop if... Uh, but yesterday he had an officer assigned to him to get yeah, there you in go. case there was wow. trouble. And he had a gun too. Yeah, not me, the officer. Not me, not yeah. me. But anyway, yes, the officer saved our skin by uh, uh, doing some technical stuff at, at the remote, at, which was basically he went, I just plug it in here. And I went, No, I, I think it has to go here. I don't know, I'm going to plug it in here, see if that works. And it did. <laughs> He's like their IT guy now. Up there, it's uh, Officer Clinton and I. Schmelzer, and he, I he also had duty as a uh, uh, avocado recipe taster. <laughs> yes, he did. I think he was enjoying. I mean, that, that the he job was, description there in Divine is pretty wide. Yeah, he was enjoying his assignment yesterday. Well, Trace, all right, we're back home here at Mill Burgers, sixteen oh four on Bull Forty Road, and tell us what we got uh, going on this week. Well, we got a, a pretty darn good of selection of cold weather vegetables, and they're all on special. The uh, 6.99 six packs and the dollar 99 four and a half inch pots are all like a dollar 48. So there's spinach and there's cabbage and cauliflower and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and Swiss chard. Cilantro made it into that group. Um, lettuce, uh, rhubarb, Chinese char, cabbage. Chinese cabbage. My yeah. goodness. So pretty darn good. If you need a cold weather pretty, crop pretty, pretty, and I don't have it on selection. sale, you probably don't need it. Okay. You can also tell. I also saw for so before Jerry asked you, I also saw that there were uh, blue bonnets over there. We do have about four flats of and you uh, got, ladybird blue bonnets. Yeah, the, some of them are smaller size, which are easier to transplant, and some of the larger ones. I find oh, good. the larger ones are better if you... 
put them in containers or something. I don't mm-hmm. think that, that, that transition is much smoother, I think. Than yeah, the, you the, have, to, have to be careful. We just planted, uh, uh, let's see, about uh, 1,500 of them uh, last Thursday of the white. We're trying to increase the white, white seed. Huh. And uh, that was the first one that we isolated years ago, but... Uh, that that's the problem with with getting these different varieties. You have to keep the seed. You have to keep updating the seed, uh, so because it'll the old seed will low, be low in germination. So so we planted some to get some new seed. And John Thomas is planting some more too. So uh, that's but good. we we use larger transplant. And uh, they're in they're in pea pots, right? Yes. Yeah. And so what you have to realize when you're using those, we 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 always uh, drip irrigate our our plants if we're not in the field. But uh, we 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 drip's th- got to be right on them. Yeah, drip. I think you got drip every day too. Yeah, that's what I was getting around yeah. to. Uh, we we decided that the soil, uh, my, my irrigator, my professional irrigator decided that uh, about a day after we planted them, two days after we planted them, that uh, the soil was wet enough. At the line? It was wet. Oh. It was wet enough so he, he, he could go to water in every other day. No, uh, they were wilted badly the, the next day, oh. so... Uh, until that root system gets out of that peat pot, and I'm I'm saying the first uh, two weeks at least, you water every day. Yeah. With with a drip irrigation. System. Well, unless it, uh, we had a nice rain over in my place. Well, I did too. Yeah, so that would be. Filled up my water bath, bird yeah. bath. No, oh, if you had a a water barrel, you know, a rain barrel. You yeah, could have, could have filled that up. Absolutely, it would have. Segway, segway. That's gonna segway. be that's gonna be a neat uh, neat thing going on next week. What? What's going on next well, week, Grace? We'll we'll let. Uh, Are you gonna let Ann talk? Yeah, we'll let Ann talk about it. But if you everything you want to know uh, and uh, about a great program that Saws is doing, and uh, Ann Ann Schiller should be here to tell us about that. You've got some unadvertised rain, specials. Yeah, and I'm uh, my article will be on the Rain Barrel program. Oh, good. And. Uh, and then Nan's, uh, the speakers from Gardening Volunteers. And the neat thing about that, that this is another one of the San Antonio Water System programs. Uh, and they're trying to set a uh, national record of distributing uh, over 1,700 rain barrels in one day. They've had already over, like, I think at least I heard they have 1,200 in two days they've made it affordable yeah and that's that's a big thing it's uh, affordable rain barrels i wa- we I wondered i could see if they were free you know like the toilet like, when they used to give low flow toilets one time we <laughs> ac- it got so full that we accidentally stopped the traffic on the on the yeah by the interstate Alamo 37 yeah and the, te- the highway patrol did not like it one bit but not uh but they yeah they reduced the price down to forty dollars and that means Saws is subsidizing the other 80. These yeah. are nice barrels. Oh, they're very nice. Um, so we'll, Ann will tell us more about that. We signed up. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're hopefully going to make it. Yeah, you'll um, you sign up. You get 
You signed up, Milton? Yeah. You get a voucher? Yeah. Then you have to go to the... What's that, online? Oh, you signed up online. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go to a... On January 17th or 14th, you go and pick it up. You bring your little vouchers and and pick them up. Um, and uh, up to 6,000 people can participate. So either cool. at Mitchell Lake or at the Botanical Garden or at Eisenhower Park. So it's convenient all over the city. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get Ann to share some more information on that. Uh, before we go to the phone lines... Um, we, you have some unadvertised specials. Um, I saw one. I think Got some bougainvillea hanging baskets. Yeah. Uh, tapioca. I, I actually put have the the uh, hybrid roses still on. What about those? Uh, there's some kind of whitish and red over there. Is that on advertised? Those. The cyclamen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's advertised. That's advertised <laughs> for four four eighty eight. I've been sitting in my car in the in the uh, parking lot, and everybody that comes out of there has got a cyclamen. I, I, I walked in yesterday morning. Yes, morning. No, today's Sunday. I walked in Friday morning, and it was just show stopping. The amount of color from those <laughs> first five tables, almost blinding. It was so colorful. <laughs> And Kevin's not getting them. He's I know. Not them, and we got them on sale already. At least more for everybody else out there. So come on in. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, Calvin says he doesn't need them are anymore. Are the Primlas on sale too? No, they're not. The Primlas are. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you hang a sec? We got a sure. we got a guest on the line. Uh, Virginia is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Virginia. Hi. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening. How you doing? Thank you. I'm fine. Uh, I have some, a few questions. I have some really shallow pots, and a lot of them, they're like four inches by eight inches, and they're food grade, and I want to plant flowers, and uh, it sounds ridiculous because they're shallow, but I would like to plant flowers and whatever kind of vegetables would grow in there, and uh, is there anything that grow in something that shallow? Explain it again. Eight inches, four, right. four inches deep. Oh. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. At eight inches? Is it in full sun? Any, I can put it anywhere. Sun, you know, the, just move pots. I oh, can you can it. move it? Yeah, uh-huh. anywhere, sun, shade. I don't care what. Just would like to fill them up. I have a little garden, and i got an oak tree growing in the middle of it, a burrow, which drops leaves in the wintertime. But, I mean, I could plant, you know, sun, shade, anything. I imagine chard would work in something like that. Oh, she wants vegetables rather than flowers? Oh, you either want flowers? One, either one, because I have a lot of butterflies. Okay. And oh, there's a whole things. list of flowers that'll work. These uh, little pot? snapdragons. Oh. Yeah. Uh, alyssum. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That'll that that would work. Do uh, butterflies like uh, Oh, alyssum? and those little uh, oh the related to the pansies. Work. Little dianthus would work. Yeah. 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 Diazna. Diazna. The uh, the things are what are the not viola the violas but the uh, Johnny Casey. jump ups Johnny jump ups oh, might yeah, work yeah. in there mm-hmm. too. But then what uh, what I don't know about veggies lettuce well, like small lettuce uh, yeah regular lettuce and you talk about a lot of lettuce transplants in different uh-huh. colors oh Here that Denver, would be pretty there's a whole bunch of them. Let us see the spinach work in that, you know, regular spinach. Different textures, especially some of those red spinach. 
spinach might work, but spinach is not as tough as uh, lettuce. No, not, no. It might if you if you watch it closely. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, another thing I need to ask you, that these are all good answers. Is there uh, anywhere on any website something about salt-tolerant plants? Salt-tolerant plants, huh? Salt tolerant salt yeah. tolerant right. asparagus. I know you live in Victoria, is that right? Right, uh huh. Uh-huh. There's a um, if you go on to plantanswers.com uh-huh. and you go into the um, um, on the front page, go into uh, landscaping. Uh huh. On, on landscaping. Yes. Okay. And uh, look up the plants they've that they've got for uh, Corpus Christi, coastal oh. coastal bend, and they, they've got a, uh, a salt tolerant rating on some of the uh, on all on a lot of the plants, uh, landscape great. plants that we use. Okay, uh, I have two more questions. Uh, when you uh, get like Mexican avocados or citrus trees and all that stuff. Do you have to have two trees, or can they uh, produce with just one tree? They're self-fruitful. Okay. All of those. Uh, citrus, and avocados, and everything. Okay, that's great. Uh, the last question, question I have is on cuttings of Italian cypress. Uh, when do you make cuttings of Italian cypress? Ooh. What was that question? Italia. When do you make cuttings of Italian cypress? Right. Oh. Or you don't? That's. A, that's uh, I don't think you do. I think you buy. Okay. Yeah, Italian, Italian because cypress. That, that, you need a special uh, rooting mist bed and rooting oh. hormone and yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Have you got Italian? Do you cover Italian cypress here? We've got them. Okay. Little, smaller ones are all big. Uh, yes. All of them. Both. I just, I always find Italian cypress so unpredictable that it's better. I, I think, uh, but have you had good luck with it before? Ours? Uh, yeah, they're really tall, but then they lost all the leaves on the bottom part of the tree. And I thought, well, I'll just make cuttings and get rid of the tree. And I don't know. Hmm. Uh, no, that's, that's, you'd be better off to start with a uh, fresh tree. plant. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I have a, a mist flower, a blue mist flower. I, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was crawling up in the cypress tree, which was great. It was covering all the ugly part of the tree. Uh, but do they die in the wintertime, die off? or? Yeah, blue mist flower is a tender a tender. Well, it comes it come back so much from seed. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know if it's a perennial or not. I think it's a perennial. Is that the blue mist flower? Oh yeah, yeah. The but ones I, with butterflies. Yeah, they're per, yeah they're perennial. But Jerry's right. They come back. Uh, most of them are declining now and setting seed. Right. Uh-huh. But but they yeah. Cut, but they uh, freeze off to the ground. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. They yeah. Come back from next spring. Because yeah. mine really looks ugly too now. Now I got an ugly vine and I got an ugly tree. I want to cut everything off. <laughs> Yeah, people want people to, want because they got flowers on them almost all year, mm-hmm. and the butterflies are are especially the uh, what's that monarch looking butterfly uh, queen 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 butterflies are just 
Monarchs love that song. Yeah, monarchs love them too. Yeah. Well, everything does. Uh, yeah. And it's it's they're up they're all declining the ones that I know, but the butterflies are finding the the few blooms that are still left, you know, around the edges and everything. So they're, they're all over my lantana. Thanks, Virginia. Yeah. Thank you. Bye bye. You take care. Bye bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. And, uh, Trace, okay, so uh, you, do you want to, I don't know, is this? Well, we got, uh, we got the results from the uh, employee oh, who costume won? contest. And uh, the, uh, the bouts have been double and triple checked and verified by the uh, accounting firm of Porterhouse and Martelli. Oh, good. And uh, so. <laughs> Did you win? Uh, I did not place in the top three, but I'm telling what? my wife that I came in second. Oh, uh, just okay. to tell her something. But well, you don't want to know that. Hey, well, I noticed, I noticed you had a lot of sweat equity. I sure did. Yeah, I sure you did uh, have a lot of sweat equity. <laughs> well, we, we uh, first place went to, uh, I believe, Roger. Oh, okay. So he was, Roger. Roger. Oh, right. he, was, he, was a, he was a pirate. He was a, no, he was scarecrow. Oh, okay. And I believe second went to the chicken. Okay. Went to the chicken. <laughs> and third went to the Queen of Hearts. I don't think we saw that one. She was out Saturday. Yeah, uh, we saw uh, She had oh. to change costumes for Sunday because oh, uh, okay. she was having uh, electrical failures. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's a problem with a costume. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so what was Roger? A scarecrow? Yeah. Scarecrow. Yeah. Huh. I, did, I, I looked at him a lot of times, but I guess I didn't realize that he was a scarecrow. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Trace. I thought he was a pirate. He had a good costume, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, right. Trace put a lot of sweat equity. Yes, he did. A lot of sweat went into that costume. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, oh, the plant of the weekend. Tell us what that plant is. Plant of the weekend. So, uh, cedar sage. It's a Texas native, uh, short-growing perennial that blooms red and in the shade, which there's not a whole lot of red-blooming plants for shade, so it's kind of a neat one. I believe it's on the deer-resistant list. And it is part of our 699 sale price on the perennial so it's on for 388 and is it around here can we see it it is right in front of the salvia gray guys right by that green cart oh, okay. i'll bring, I'll bring you one in a minute wonder wonder why they call it cedar because it, it grows in the shade in the cedar oh okay. does it grow near there around it sounds like i was just winging that i think, I think so, and as we were it sounded good as trace and i were talking about its latin name uh, something called uh, like Romania or Rom- something with an R, R-O-E-M came to mind, so I'll have to check it. But um, another one that is in that same category is our coccinia, mm-hmm. which is another nice. Those are great reseeding salvias. Yeah, and they'll, and they naturalize. I think your cedar sage naturalizes uh, too. It should be perennial, and I, and I bet it does seed as well. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. I'll bring one up here. So yeah. Hummingbirds. Right. It's another butterfly and hummingbird plant. I believe it is on that list. Yeah. Hey, we got Michael on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Michael. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How about you? Doing swell. What's going on? Well, I've got a pecan tree on the side of my house. My dad planted when he moved in in 1940, and this is south of downtown by highway 90 and 35 but um there's a a, a woodpecker that got a hole in the side of that trunk about nine feet off the ground and has a pretty considerable hole in there 
I'm wondering how do you patch that? How do you take care of it? Well, most people would uh, use a styrofoam, put the styrofoam in there, I think. So that would work. You know that, that okay. uh, the filler yeah. that you buy? Yeah. So yeah, the expanding foam. Yeah. Okay. And now, that, that'll keep the pecker woods out of there. <laughs> okay. The uh, one other question is, I've had problems with the squirrels chewing off the bark on the trees, and I've got a small pecan tree in the front yard that uh, they chewed off the, what I call the center pole or the, the, the branch that goes straight up. Does oh, anybody, Lord. Yeah. And uh, so the tree has grown out to the side. What is the and, Latin name of cedar sage? I don't know uh, if anybody still grasps uh, trees or, or what they do or something not, like that. Not many. Where do you live? Are you in San Antonio? Yes, sir. Just south of downtown. Uh, oh, okay. Uh I think they have a Grafton Clinic, uh, if you want to try to do it yourself, over at uh, Fanic. Now, we can check and see when that's going to be. Dr. Larry Stein goes over there and puts on a Grafton Clinic, I think, every every spring in May. I think it's in May. Okay. But right. uh and uh, And they may know somebody that uh, grafts trees over there. Too, okay. but not, not, they they're not not there never had been a lot of people that graft pecan trees, but it's kind uh, of a lost art, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now we've got a lot of information on how to do it on uh, plantanswers.com under uh, under the propagation section, okay. and uh, you go to plantanswers.com uh, in the information index and open the uh the uh propagation section okay. and uh under there you look for uh inlay bark grafting it's called inlay bark grafting okay so inlay uh, bark that, grafting. I, I think we've got a video on there of it and uh and may have some drawings on there uh, and yeah. may have both but uh but if you want to see it done in person, like I said, uh, Dr. Stein does that uh, in, uh, I want to say May for some reason. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and I enjoy the show. Every time okay, I I'm sorry Sorry about those nasty squirrels. Now, remember the squirrels <laughs> are eating a lot of acorns this year. They're fat and tasty. So Are they slower? They're slower and tasty. <laughs> Didn't notice how I threw that taste in. Yeah, uh, a couple times you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that can solve some of your problems and, and there you make, go. For de- make for make de- for de- dessert de- delicious dumplings, squirrel or dumplings. Derbs. Yeah, more nerves. You call us back after you've cooked that squirrel, Michael, and tell uh, us how it goes. I'll do that. Thank you. So and much. there's recipes on plantanswers.com for mm. squirrels. Tried and true. Oh, okay. Tried and true. Thanks, Michael. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank bye bye. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Our phone number is 308 8867. 308 8867. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Milton Glick here along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're listening to 930 AM The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulvardy Road. Right now at Millburgers, you can find some great items for fall and winter that will help you create a beautiful landscape. Right now, for instance, four-inch pots of pansies are on sale. Beautiful, cheerful colors that will bloom all fall and winter. They're on sale for just 98 cents each. All around the holiday season, you'll see cyclamen. And they're absolutely beautiful. Cyclamen are on sale for just four eighty-eight in the four and a half inch pot. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on perennials. This is the final two weeks of perennials on sale in the one gallon container. Choose from all your favorites like lantana, salvia, firebush, Mexican mint, marigold, and much, much more. And Millburgers has the best landscape shrubs for this area on sale right now in the three gallon container for just eleven eighty eight. But don't wait too long. This is the final two weeks of that sale. You'll find this and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road. You visited your parents last weekend and noticed lots of changes. Mom can't keep up with the house, and Dad, he forgets to take his medicine. After a weekend of running errands, you are overwhelmed. The effects of aging on your parents can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is here to help manage your loved one's care so you don't have to. From providing a companion who can clean, prepare meals, and remind Dad to take his medicine to around-the-clock compassionate care. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free in-home consultation. Our home care specialist will customize a plan and give you peace of mind. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free consultation. Our number is 855-579-CARE. That's 855-579-CARE. Synergy Home Care Franchise Opportunities, now available in Central Texas. The long, sometimes bloody battle is coming to an end. You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. She has tremendous hate in her heart. Can Hillary Clinton hold off Donald Trump to become the first female president in our nation's history? Or will we see Trump upset the apple cart and all of Washington on his way to a win? And what about our issues and elections closer to home? We'll find out Tuesday. Coverage begins at 7 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hello, this is Dr. David Jeremiah with Turning Point Ministries. As we head toward Election Day, I want to remind you of the privileges of independence and freedom that we have in this country. We thank God for giving us those privileges, and we cannot take them for granted. It's important that we work together to help guard the privileges that have been given to us, and voting is one way each of us can do that. This message brought to you by National Religious Broadcasters, reminding you to make plans now to vote November 8th. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. 
or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, LawFirm.com. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Is it any wonder Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Give us a call and be a, be a part of the show. The sun is breaking through. There's a, a, some nice crowd of people here uh, doing some shopping. Uh, the nursery looks gorgeous with uh, you know just uh, the pansies in front of us, the snapdragons, the cyclamen are outstanding. And then over there, is that a... Is that still an Esperanza? Yes. Oh, wow. The, the yellow is. Okay, the yeah. Yellow. Very cool. All right, so we got all kinds of stuff here. Yeah. All right, 308. Yeah, 8867 is our number. 308 8867. The prettiest thing, a little cycling. Yeah. Mm, those are gorgeous. Aren't they so? Yeah, there's plenty now that I, Calvin hasn't bought any. I think everybody in town is going to have them except Calvin. Way this is working out. <laughs> He's trying yeah. to ignore you. Yeah, he is trying to ignore you. <laughs> All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Did you switch? What did you do? On the hearing aids? Yeah. How, can you hear us? No, I'm I'm still pl- playing with it. What we're <laughs> okay. What we're talking about is I've got to the audience out there. I've got new hearing aids, and we're Milton and I are experimenting with it, connecting them directly to the to the microphone and to the uh, phones and things to see if we can make them work. So far, we have not been very successful. <laughs> so I've got my old, the old ones here just in case to reverse That's back good. to that. That's good. Uh, check the uh, usage of plant answers last week, and uh, people are still, 384 people are still overseeding, getting their overseeding information. me, uh, so uh, I guess because we just because we ignore it doesn't mean yeah. everybody else is. But uh, of course that could be Houston or you know when you mm-hmm. did with the internet you could be all over the place or Dallas or wherever. But uh, we recommend uh, here in San Antonio since we're in South Central Texas that uh, if you got a bare area. Uh, maybe dogs running on it, tracking the mud in after we got a little rain, uh, or uh, just a bare area for some reason or the other that you want covered. Probably our best choice down here is sod, because we can we can lay sod down here 365 days a year as long as they can harvest harvest the sod. In other words, as long as it's available. And, of course, Millburger's got a good supply. And Jerry has actually had experience using zoysia grass. Right. That's probably not the first one you think of, but we should because it's got some shade tolerance. And plus, it has a very tight growth uh, pattern. And uh, in terms of uh, reaching the mud, you don't yeah. reach it through zoysia grass like you might, might through... Uh, uh, Bermuda grass. Yeah, the dogs didn't destroy it either. Uh, the whole year. I mean, yeah, traffic it, it took, tolerance. It's yeah, traffic tolerance. Huge traffic tolerance. It's, and a little it's bit just of like putting down a, a welcome mat out there. Yeah. And uh, that that sure keeps the mud off the dogs. Uh huh. Even when it's 
dormant, which we haven't seen much. Well, I guess with, with Zoysia we did last two winters a little bit, but uh, it's still a tight sod mat like a like a carpet or a, a wiping your foot mat. Um, so so it would have it would have accomplished that function, and even if it uh, only lasted two or three years, you'd sure, you'd be. Oh yeah, you'd be, uh, be, be tracking that mud in. Yeah, yours lasted that long. Oh it? yeah, it's it actually spread. Oh. it actually spread up the hill. It was under uh, crepe myrtles, and see they lose their leaves in the winter. Yeah, but uh, the, the, there's no grass under there because they've, they've been shaded all summer, and so and the dogs run along the fence, which is where the crepe myrtles were planted along the fence. And so, uh, and it was it was easy to put it around the crepe myrtles uh, trunks and things like that. Just put it, butt it right up against the the trunks and uh, uh, water it in. Uh, when you first establish and be, uh, what you have to make sure that you get good uh, soil root contact. And how did when you, you lay the sod? That? Did you roll it or just? I rolled, I rolled it. I rolled it and st- and stomped it. Yeah. Well, stomp. I say stomp. Uh, I think it's stepped worth on it. A lot of places where you buy sod, and I can't remember if Milberger's does it still. They used they you used can get to get a roller. Yeah. And it's worth it. You just put some water in there so it's heavy. Even if you have to rent one, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Because if that if you can get that uh, uh, soil to root contact ac- accomplished. Uh, then your your sod is going to take, and you're going to it's going to be successful. But if it's just floating on there, or there's organic material in between, you're you're going to have a problem with that from the, the oh, beginning. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and it'll die out. And yeah. I mean it won't serve its purpose. And we had 181 people last week uh, call in or go in and look for you. They had yellow Saint Augustine. If you got yellow St. Augustine at this time of the year, uh, probably want to put it on your winterizer. We've had a discussion whether or not it's too late for winterizer, but I, I'm almost to the opinion that it depends on how mild our winter is and everything. Yeah, I'm long, on, yeah, I'm I almost, think we decided as long as the grass is green, yeah, you can still put on winter. At least, at least November. If you've not had a freeze, I mean, it, to me, that seems like you're you're going to get most of that. That's going to be efficient use of your winterizer fertilizer. Yeah. Once you cross that December first, maybe maybe you wait till next spring. But uh, <laughs> but our grass, I mean, our lawns. A lot of our lawns are doing better now than they did all oh, yeah. all year. Because it was so hot so long. Yeah. yeah. So the grasses uh, never slowed up. Now, what slowed mine up was the moisture. Yeah. And uh, I've been, I was waiting for rains that they kept kept promising uh, weekly. But uh, now that I've gotten another rain, it's, it's amazing how fast that stuff will come back. And especially horse herb, it'll come back, too. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. We're going to see horse herb in okay, some of those Sunday magazines. There's a monarch, and then there's a golf fritillary right over there in front of them. The monarch here at Milberger's oh, on, the, yeah. on the perennials. Yeah. Just another example of the 
butterfly populations this year. It's been tremendous. If you've got extremely yellow St. Augustine, of course, the winterizer will take care of a little of the yellow, but you probably need to add uh, a little bit of iron, too, and it's a product called Iron Plus. Now, do you use Iron Plus as a winterizer? We discussed this a couple of weeks or last week and a couple of weeks ago. Whereas the key to the winterizer to give winter hardiness is the uh, potassium uh, in there, in the, in the, in the 3 one, 2 ratio. And if you use something like uh, liquid, uh, uh, the, the iron product, if you use the iron product, it's uh, iron plus. It has only nitrogen and, and some iron in it. So you may be losing your hardiness. Some sulfur. And some sulfur. But I think, especially, we, we have to consider we're kind of different down here. Um, I think if you, if you, if you had, had a, lo- a real yellow lawn, uh, that I would use Iron Plus and, and green it up and, and, uh. That's another one of, Eva- I think you're, not going to hurt anything as long as it's November. Yeah. And the weather still as mild as it is. Cause it, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people think, well, I don't want to use that ni- high nitrogen fertilizer because it'll make the grass start growing again and it'll be more uh, cold yeah, susceptible. Don't, definitely don't use it if you've got brown patch. Right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. But I imagine if it's yellow... It's growing pretty slow and uh, and uh, yeah. not active enough to have brown patch. So that's a, this is another another one of those experiments. That... Yeah, have you seen brown patch around here yet? Oh yeah. Have you really? Yeah. I haven't seen any. I had saw it. It was a a month ago. It was more prevalent than it is now. I think. Okay. That, I think the people, grass has slowed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, people have sobered up on, on the watering because the rains have stopped. <laughs> no, for a while they were uh, they were watering. Yeah, the rain, just, it was raining I, and the watering the sides, and then the and the, we went into that change with the growth mode. And they were drinking milk. Apparently, now that they've sobered up, they were drinking because of the rain. Milton. I guess hey, so. Yeah, uh, these guys are out of control. Uh, uh, so. You said it. We didn't. Ann uh, shows up and they go wild. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk to Ann in just a few minutes, top of the hour, about the. Uh, Help the, me, Ann. These the, guys are getting wild the over here. Rain catchment systems. I think Ann's going to go buy some uh, cyclamen. She was thinking about that. Well, there's just a, a little left. Sure, come on. I know. They're raucous. <laughs> you we know what? They're hard to control, aren't they, Calvin? Oh, <laughs> we didn't say anything. Calvin said gardeners are now sobering up. Uh, They're not watering their lawn as much. <laughs> and we listen to every word he says. I, we, we sure do. Now, and I'm criticized. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's know. right. We're watching for any blunder. <laughs> We're just trying to help. <laughs> or miss, misspo, misspeak. That's right. Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call. 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Up there's some more people buying cyclamen, Calvin. 
Oh, man. All right, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Right now at Millburgers, you can find some great items for fall and winter that will help you create a beautiful landscape. Right now, for instance, four-inch pots of pansies are on sale. Beautiful, cheerful colors that will bloom all fall and winter. They're on sale for just 98 cents each. All around the holiday season, you'll see cyclamen, and they're absolutely beautiful. Cyclamen are on sale for just four eighty-eight in the four and a half inch pot. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on perennials. This is the final two weeks of perennials on sale in the one gallon container. Choose from all your favorites like lantana, salvia, firebush, Mexican mint marigold, and much, much more. And Millburgers has the best landscape shrubs for this area on sale right now in the three gallon container for just eleven eighty eight. But don't wait too long. This is the final two weeks of that sale. You'll find this and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Hello, this is Esther Neal, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress. And Spa Desante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spa Desante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spa Desante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and and enjoy your life. Bill Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C. 
Larry Elder explains to those uninformed listeners how the world works. The idea was not only to spread coverage around, then it would ultimately bring the cost down, and instead, the premiums are skyrocketing. Oh. And so the question is, what happened? Uh, the, the, the cost is supposed to go down, and instead, the, the, the premiums are actually going up. Uh-uh. There's no such thing as a free lunch. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I think I sense a time theme as we uh, set the clocks. Oh. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> all made it here. That was, yeah, that I was guess good. everybody made it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of weird this morning to have that uh, extra hour to wake up when you normally do, and then yeah. and then it's like early. <laughs> Doesn't your dog? And what do you do? Your dog, dog doesn't uh, recognize no, daylight savings time. No, the dog does not recognize daylight savings time. So yeah, the dog does. She was up and they didn't, wanted yeah, to go out. Why. Yeah, they they didn't why I wonder why everybody was being so lazy. Huh? <laughs> exactly. And my bladder didn't recognize it. It was right on time. Is that right? Yeah. No, you were not on bladder daylight no, 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 savings time. I'm not on bladder daylight savings time. Cool. All righty. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Talking about yellowing plants, we got a question in. I said well, we, uh, the question is, we have an orchard near Marble Falls, Texas, in its second year in our parish. Pear trees are leafing out lime yellow. The leaves are lime yellow. The veins are a little more, gr- a little, a little more green. And the re- rest of the things are looking pretty good so far. The rest of the fruit are looking pretty good. I have read this might be due to iron deficiency. And uh, we've not done any fertilizing. Anything would, anything you would recommend? And we send that to whenever we get a fruit question or nut question, we send it on to Dr. Larry Stein, and he he wrote back. He said, um, "Yes, more than likely the trees are experiencing iron deficiency. Since your soil pH is 7.8, you are probably going to have this issue on most of the trees. The product of choice to correct the." The problem is uh, Farrah Plus made by Miller. It contains iron chelate, and uh, he gives the uh, actual uh, nomenclature, nomenclature of the iron chelate. The key is this chelate is only one, only one that works in high pH soil, the one with this, these uh, the numbers on it. And uh, he said... Uh, Always look for this one when you look for iron products. Typically, use one one tablespoon of the product per inch of trunk diameter. Mix in a five-gallon bucket of water and pour around the drip line of the trees. The trees will also need some nitrogen fertilizer like ammonium sulfate. We would recommend one one cup in April, May, and June. Put the fertilizer 18 inches from the trunk and water in. And... uh, to, to show you how fast this worked, this guy wrote back a few days later <laughs> on uh, November the 2nd, and he said the iron worked perfectly within about a week. 
we could see green ascending from ascending the tree and everything corrected. Hmm. I was surprised to be able to see its effect actually wicked up up into the tree. Now, uh, this morning, or when I first came to the show, uh, I uh, had Trace go over and and look for this particular product or products with this particular particular iron chelate in it. And uh, he said that uh, David, he and David Rodriguez had gone through this before, several months ago, I, uh, uh, and uh, they found out that the best product on the market uh, that has the closest to that uh, that iron chelate formulation is uh, Carl Pool Iron Chelate. So if you got a yellowing tree, uh, the Carl Pool Iron Chelate, and and most nurseries have it, is a good uh, is a good product to use, and will give you results. Uh, also, there's a product called Fertilome Liquid Iron that may work, but uh, this Carl Pool Iron Chelate uh, is closer to that uh, recommended uh, Iron Chelate product. Art's yeah. on the line. Oh, okay. If you apply it. Uh during when the leaves are in full and their leaves haven't declined, right? You can uh, you can do the combination. You can spray it, spray on, it on the leaves and yeah, and then you right. get a. But uh, and I think the key there though is you got to keep it up. Yeah, I went through that with my pair pairs. They just it's a constant battle in in some of our soils. Oh yeah, with that al- al- alkalinity so. All right, we got Art on the line from Wilson County at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm waiting on some rain. Uh, it keeps coming over, but a few sprinkles you here, hear Art? but none yet. No. Uh, yeah, well, uh, go ahead. No, no, we had some this morning here. Well, good. Uh my question is rolling leaves on citrus. Uh, what I'm experiencing is a uh, Mexican lime. A number of them, mainly from the top down, are rolling up and down to the tip of the leaf. There's like uh, a black. It doesn't rub off or anything. Over on my Meyer lemon, they're roll- it's a smaller tree. And uh, it, their leaves are rolling up on it, but there's like a brown uh, burn in—not a burn, but a uh, discoloration on it. It does not rub off. Can you help me? That—that's probably uh, uh, leaf miners. They've been—they've been bad this year. The leaf miners, and on okay. citrus, they they cause the leaf to curl up. Uh, you know, on tomatoes and. Things they, right. they, the leaves stay flat, but you can see the little mines where the where the little larvae of of the fly has mined out the chlorophyll. But on citrus, uh, they actually distort the leaf and and roll it up kind of. So I'm I'm thinking that that you had leaf miners. There's nothing you can do about it to to prevent it. Oh. Well, trying to begin, okay. I hope <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, 
Can I just go out and spray it with uh, BT just to feel better? <laughs> well, <laughs> well it yeah. won't hurt anything. Yeah, it won't hurt anything. Probably won't help anything, but uh, uh, you oh. could use a, a BT product. Okay. But see, see the well, problem is that that leaf miner is on the inside from the on the on the inside the middle of the leaf the the leaf miners in the between middle the layers the yeah. yeah between the layers and and so they're they're eating but uh you can't get the product you can't get the bt product to where they can eat it ah. and with it because of that it's it's ineffective well okay yeah, Did you, <laughs> the way it sounds, Art, you already applied it. Huh? <laughs> well, it's not going to hurt. It, it's not going to hurt anything. There's my yeah, one I of my did. favorite. Oh, you did yeah, apply back, once. Back uh, all three weeks or so ago, I I sprayed them down with BT and Spinosad, and that'll uh, work. My, yeah, uh, my other vegetables and. Uh, on one of the Meyer lemon trees, a couple of the leaves had, uh, they weren't rolled up, but they had like a white spider, real dense spider uh, webbing in there. Yeah, so, the, we're having uh, bark lice. A lot of, uh, I heard somebody call in on another show and said had bark lice on their tree. And uh, that makes a webbing toward the trunk of the tree, on the trunk of the tree. Thanks, Art. But well, just, you can just you can just you, you okay. can just you can just spray those bark lights off with a hard hard uh, spray of water. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Tim is calling us from Floresville. Hey there, Tim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Pretty good. Good. Uh, How can we help? I got a mailbox. It's got two planters on both sides. It's in the sun. I have a lot of deer in the neighborhood, so I was thinking about that, the little John bottle bush. But the thing about it is the size. It gets a little bigger than I want, but it grows pretty slow. But if I trim it up a lot, is it going to hurt it if I trim it up once a year? What, which plant is it? Bottle brush. The, the, little, the little John bottle bush, but the dwarf one. It's supposed to get Little John dwarf foot. bottle brush. Hmm. Uh, you you want something permanent? In other words, you want a a woody plant there, right? Yeah, something we didn't have to water, you know, because it's south by the street, you know. And yeah. Something that the deer won't eat, and it's a little hard to find. I don't want cactus. I don't like cactus. Of course, during the annuals, during during the the most of the most of the season, you can use vinca or periwinkle in there. Deer won't well, touch I it. Thought, I thought about that too, but then I got a. In the winter, it's going to be gone, and then they die every couple of years, I hear. i got binkas in the backyard. I like binkas. But... How about, yeah. How, how about uh, lavender lantana? Do you not like that? Lavender, lavender lantana. Yeah. yeah. I'm not talking about Vitex. I'm not talking about Vitex, right? No, you no, no. Lantana. Purple lantana. Purple yeah, the deer, the deer oh, won't oh, eat oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Antenna. Okay, sorry. And it, it'll weep over there. It, it'll yeah. Or kind of, and, it's a like they call it weeping lantana. Yeah, and if the if the winter's mild, some uh, some winters it stays green, blooms all winter. But uh, at least it blooms in the fall and in the spring quite a bit, a long season. 
middle of summer it's not the the best but yeah you might have to you might have to trim it back periodically but the deer won't eat it uh-huh. yeah i have some of that in the front yard i think it gets everywhere and gets like a little vine almost like right that's like it. it that's it but i mean it, it might work out there but what about the bottom bush if i trim it a lot will it hurt it i don't think it's gonna bloom much for you yeah, I didn't know how it bloomed. It would just wouldn't bloom, right? Cause yeah. it, I didn't know how it bloomed. I just can't imagine what you'd be trimming and pruning because they're. Yeah, it's, it's always been a fight for me to get them to grow and. Yeah. Prosper. prosper yeah. How if I were you, if I if it were mine and I wanted uh-huh. to bring a pretty display, I'd just stick with Vinca periwinkle. Or the lantana. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, or the uh-huh. lantana. Hey, and the other guy, when I was on hold, he brought something else up. And I, I missed half of it because I was in the process of getting put on hold. But I got the, the citrus trees. I think they're curled up, the leaves, and they got the little insect that makes the little trail, and it's got a little that's wire. It. That's it. That, that, that's, that's the leaf miner. I thought that was scale. I sprayed it with malathion. Was that, no. that leaf miner either? No, right? No. <laughs> the leaf miner's in the middle of the leaf. Yeah, I got it. Uh, I realized I didn't. It it, it 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 won't hurt anything. It didn't hurt anything. <laughs> yeah, but, it but I like doubt if I doubt if it get. I doubt if it get rid of your problem though. Well, they start off kind of silvery and then they turned brown and then they kind of crusty and look like they died. I thought it was worse. Right. Right. Okay. Well, uh, the normal life cycle. Yeah, they they're. Uh, they will. Their activity will decline now that we're getting into uh, winter, our winter, cool and th- season, fall. And this has been a pretty. This has been a exceptional year for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There'll probably be some next year, but uh, hopefully not as many as this year. Thanks, Tim. We got. We got to run. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Are you trying to set a record? What's that? For number of people or? No, we got to get caught up with the news. Okay. 308-8867. Just when we come back, Ann Schiller is going to be here, going to tell us about an exciting thing that's happening here at the nursery and in the city, and it concerns water barrels. So that's coming up in just a second. Our phone number, 308-8867. Don't Beer you. barrels? <laughs> Calvin, you've... There's a theme going through here that's making me uncomfortable. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Ann Schiller is here. Grab that microphone, Ann. And uh, you've got some cool stuff to tell us about. Well, I do, because um, I don't know. I know a lot of your listeners get the uh, weekly SAWS e-letter. Mm-hmm where they are brought up to date on all things gardening, uh, a direct link to GardenStyleSA.com. And uh, this year they unveiled something that's really exciting, and it's the uh, rain barrels. 
It's a new program, a new coupon program uh, offering uh, SAWS customers 50-gallon capacity rain barrels fully outfitted for only $40 each. And uh, if you go online and order from uh, GardenStyleSA.com or SAWS.org, you will be able to buy up to two of these rain barrels fully uh, outfitted and uh, equipped where you can uh, start your own catchment system because uh, there's a hose that will, you know, will... Connector. Connector, a connector, yes, that will, uh, you know, capture the overflow from one barrel and send it into the yeah, next. Yeah, that was cool. So um, already, now, as of, like, last Wednesday or Thursday, uh, a 1,000 barrels had already been ordered, and they only have 6,000 barrels available. So it's something that everybody wants to do. Now, next Saturday... Uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas is going to be here at Millburgers between noon and two, and we're going to be uh, have have a real live demonstration of this rain barrel, and it's really amazing. Until you know, everybody kind of thinks of the rain barrel as um, the 55-gallon blue drums, which are good, uh, but these are very decorative, uh, very very unique looking, and they're. You know, they're lightweight, and uh, I think everybody is going to want to have one, as is already evidenced by the people who have already responded to this offer. So next Saturday between 10 and noon, I'm sorry, noon and 2, you'll be able to come by Millburgers and uh, meet with one of our volunteers, David Eastman, who's not a stranger because he's always winning those top tomato contests. But at any rate, um, he will be here. Uh, showing you these rain barrels and explaining how they work and uh, basically encouraging you to sign up for these. It is a limited time offer, and you get to see these rain barrels basically in 3D up close and personal. Uh, yesterday, we were at SolarFest in Roosevelt Park, and we had one of the rain barrels there, and people were walking by, and that's not really a gardening group. Yeah. Admittedly. But they were walking by and they saw the rain barrel. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so they were really interested in them because, uh, you know, if nothing else, they're really attractive and you could really tuck them into well, they, a nice corner of your yard. Oh, yeah. they've, got, they've got the mosquito trap. Uh, yes, they do. And the collection. And, and that Saws has done a great job. Well, or the manufacturer, they're in a partnership. Great job of uh, answering all the questions. Too. Right, right. You can go on uh, either saws.org or gardenstyleessay.com, and it's you can't miss it. It's right up front when you click on those two websites, and then you can go in and find details and explains everything about these barrels, all the properties of them, and the benefits. And um, the one thing that people were most interested in, as long as Calvin brought it up, was the mosquitoes. Yeah. But this is, uh, the lid has a, it's slanted inward, kind of like a funnel. And so, therefore, all the rainwater or all your water is going to flow directly into that uh, top, that screen. And there's no way, well, there may be a way, but it's going to be difficult for a mosquito to get down into, through that filter. And even on the website, they recommended, they said they're, you're responsible for either using the screen or using a, like a dunk. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, so. And, you know, there's always like uh, the BT uh, little donut pellets yeah, yeah, that you can, like, drop yeah. down in there, and that will help control it as well. Oh, that was yeah. what I meant. The other thing that, that works, and I think they listed it, too, just a little bit of uh, bleach uh, mm-hmm. well. there works. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you – I've used cooking oil on uh, – just to, because it suffocates, but I don't think you'd probably want to use it in there because you don't you don't you wouldn't want the maybe the greasy stuff. But but uh, the mosquitoes shouldn't be as long as you keep them in mind and use the, use all the mechanisms right. that they provided. Right. The mosquitoes shouldn't be a problem. And nobody can deny the benefits of, of pure rainwater. No, and it's it's for containers. Car, right. Container exactly. Gardens, Container yeah. gardens and. You get a little rain too, and with the yeah, right really. placement of a rain barrel, oh, I know. you fill it up. I know a one-inch rainfall coming down from the roof of your house will easily fill up both of these barrels in no time. Yeah, I like the idea of, of connecting the two. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so and then what happens? So December 9th, it looks like. Well, yeah, the deadline to apply for your coupon online is December 9th, and then you have until December 15th to actually go back and purchase it. But I wouldn't wait. I would, like, do it now. And uh, then what happens then is that you will be given a receipt, and you can go to one of three locations on Saturday, January 14th, and pick up your barrels. Okay. And these are spread uh, really conveniently spread. Yes. Mitchell Lake, San Antonio Botanical Garden, and Eisenhower Park. So that pretty much covers south to north. And there's a, a nonprofit element in all this too. Yes, there is. Uh, Guardian Volunteers of South Texas (GVST) is one of four, five uh, nonprofit partners that work with gar- with SAWS in uh, education outreach about water conservation in the in the garden and landscape, and uh, they are giving their partners an opportunity to use this as a fundraiser. And so when you go in and you fill out your coupon online, one of the questions you're going to be asked is, which of our nonprofit partners would you like to um, support? Well, okay, I can't deny it. I'm here to say, oh, please, support Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. But we're a good bunch, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, at any rate, so, but you, you do have the option. I don't yeah. want to discount the others, but you do have the option. And so not only is it a great benefit to a homeowner uh, wanting to begin their rainwater catchment system or expand it for their own yard, but it's great to help us nonprofits out, too. Well, and also we get to another opportunity to set a record. You know, we've, we've got so, such a reputation as a community in water conservation. Right. Uh, San Diego did the same thing, and they they were able to give away 1,700 rain barrels in in one day. Uh, I don't, you know, it doesn't seem hard for us to imagine Truth. if we could get 5,000 plus. Oh, I can't day. either. Oh, yeah. I can't either because I think you know, even though uh, California and Southern California has been having their own water problems, I don't think there's. There's very few cities in the United States that have embraced water conservation like San Antonio has because it's become so ingrained in our brain thanks to SAW's efforts on conservation. Although I heard San Diego talking trash. 
the other day saying we couldn't do it. We'd probably barely get a thousand. Well, that's what they said. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, Is that well, true? They, better, they better be careful. That's okay, not true. never mind. That's not true. You know, okay, Dallas. That was, that was Dallas. <laughs> Dallas used to talk trash about us. Oh, then, did they? And then they learned that yeah. uh, just because you got a couple of reservoirs doesn't mean that your water lasts forever. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Gotta, now, was that before or after Mark Cuban started trashing the Spurs? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's independent of that. Oh, okay. I'm going to have uh, my column next Saturday, too, consistent with with uh, Ann and the Gardening Volunteers South Texas. My column will talk, we'll talk about this topic, too. But she's right. Uh, uh, participate as quickly as you can, and, and uh, there's lots of information available. We'd want you, encourage all of you to come, come next Saturday and, and get the, uh, get to see the barrels and hear the whole spiel. But you can also go to the Sauce website. Right, and that, that's right because, uh, as I said, the first day, you know, a thousand were gone. So it's not going to last long. No, and you now is all the information I see. You've got the. Uh the logo on your flyer is all yes. is all of that on GVST's website. Yes, it is. Okay. It will be. It will be soon, probably okay. tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, but at any rate, you want to go ahead and uh, if you if you're still questioning, you want to say, do I really want a rain barrel? What do they look like? What's it going to look like when I sit on my patio and look at it? You know, is it going to be? And you can say, no, come up here next Saturday between noon and two, and we'll answer all your questions, and you'll get to see them up close and personal. Great. And you'll be sold. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll keep promoting it, too. Okay, Anything thank you, Nelson. That's it. Good, thanks, Ann. All right, thank you. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Sean is on the line. Hi there, Sean. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. I have a question about, I've got, uh, I believe, a, a, pin, a couple of pin oak trees mixed in with some live oaks, and... I've got something that's uh, boring in that I can't exactly find a hole, but there's always there's piles of sawdust at the bottom of the tree. Have any ideas? Is something boring into the bottom of your red oak, did you say? No, I think they're pin oaks. Oh, pin oaks. Pin oaks? Yeah, I think wow. they're pin oaks. They're, they're, how, how, they're, how, big are the, how big are the holes? Are the holes the size of yeah, the... I can't, I, I, I can't find the holes. All I can find is all this sawdust that's mm-hmm. around the bottom. How big, how, how how big are the pin oaks? How tall are, how the, big, are the pin oaks? Oh, they're probably 10 inch diameter. They're pretty good size. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, su- I suspect they're not pin oaks. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe they're. Are they growing it? Yeah. If they're growing in our alkaline soil, it's hard for them to survive that unless it's in a a stream bed or something. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean's uh, actually calling too. This would have maybe been helpful. He's um, calling from Victoria. Okay. Does that make a difference in terms of pin oaks? Yeah. Yeah. Could. Yeah. Someplace east of Victoria, the pin oaks might. Okay. Um. Ah, if they're bore, but there's they're at the base and there's a, and there's holes. No, he said there's yeah, no holes. He says he sees the sawdust. And what do you see? The sawdust. A bunch of sawdust. About four inches deep, and it'll be a little pile. I think you better. I think you better call in. Uh, what? In what county are you in? Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, call. Call the call the agricultural agent there at the extension service and 
ask them if they won't come out. Or, or if you know an arborist, a lot of times the arborists will come out. They won't charge you anything. They'll, they'll diagnose what the problem is and tell you what it would cost to, to fix it. But right. you need to try to figure out where that sawdust is coming from, yeah. whether it's falling from above or whether it's uh, being pushed up from below. It might it might well, be some. Well, I, I think it's being pushed up from below because it, uh, it's just the way it, you know, there's, it mounds up to a cone at the top of it. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Well, you, you, could, you could drench that if you want to get rid of that problem. You could... Uh, Use an insecticide and uh, mix it up like you were going to spray the insecticide, and then drench the hole. There's got to be a hole. Yeah, there's probably some kind of ant. There's got to be a hole under there that the, that the insect is going in. Well, if it's an under ant, that's all does. Yeah, if it's an ant, then you're that's that that's probably the least. If you're an ant, that's not going to. Oh be, yeah, no, no worry. No, no problem about, about with an ant. I just thought you okay. might want to get rid of it. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I wouldn't I be surprised if it was something from above. But, no, um, I don't think it's going to hurt your no. tree. The leaves look good still, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are they showing any color ready yet? No. I mean, everything looks good. Uh huh. Red. If it was a pinhole, you'd probably be seeing some red. Okay, uh, I, try, try, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Have another, I have another question for you. Those okay, okay. Mosquito dokes? Yeah. Have y'all had any, anybody, uh, I put them in bird baths and stuff just to keep the mosquitoes out of them. But I've noticed that in forest concrete type of containers that would hold water, you put them in those, you used to have a bunch of bees that would uh, water there. They will Bees put water in there. I put those in there. Huh? Will not come to it at all. There used to be probably two hundred bees with water there, and all the time during the summer. What happened? The he, bee, he, he's saying that bees won't drink the water. The water that the water dunks or the, the mosquito dunks. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, that's first time we've had that reported. Yeah. I don't know. Usually they're they're harmless to bees. Now yeah. it's it's not too. You can't cut cut back on the numbers or anything. I mean, it's not a limited well, amount of water. There, I put I put it in there one one time, and then I have not had to treat that again because uh, it's a forest type concrete. I guess that stuff stays in the in the pores of that concrete or something. I don't. Yeah, know. maybe so. But the bees won't yeah. the bees won't come back, huh? Nope, I hadn't, had, and that's been over a year. Hmm. Huh, have you tried any lime lime juice or anything? Jerry drinks more his water better if he's got a little lime there juice. There you go. There you go. No, now, now bees are a little erratic though in their patterns, so yeah. you can, I, you know, we a lot of our listeners have reported, you know, where yeah. they held bees at like yeah. hummingbird feeders and then not see bees for two years before they, yeah. they come back. So that may not be the. There may be another cause there. They're just maybe the hives that were close or not close anymore or they found a closer water source or so yeah so i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't be 100 percent sure that 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 those uh, dips or or donuts are causing that yeah all righty all right appreciate it thanks thanks sir good luck 
Yeah, get somebody to look at that tree. Just be so you won't be nervous. All right, James is on the line at 308 Hey there, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Well, I just got finished with Harmon's Barbecue, so I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I bet you're doing really well. Yeah. How are you doing? Doing good. What's going on? Hey, I got a load of body and soil from New Earth. Uh, they call it the Valley Mix. It's, uh, it's basically just composted biosolid. Yeah, that's that's what we use down at the uh, down down south with the people I'm working with, uh, and they call they call it Valley Mix. They we've grown hell out of. Tomatoes, peppers, eggplant, everything else that you want to grow in in the mixes. So it's a good mix. I'm using it to, uh, oh, I'm putting in, uh, bur oaks into 15s. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect for that. And having a lot of fun. And anyway, uh, those good people uh, sent me, I ordered uh, so much, and then they sent me about twice as much as I ordered. So, um, I was wondering. Uh, I've got some uh, a couple of tree rows out there. That 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 would be real good uh, compost for my tree rows in the, in my. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, absolutely. But it's some people take offense to it being used on the vegetables. I've heard, but I don't know. No, we've we've been growing stuff on there. Oh, that that that, that that's. Watch your hooey. It's the manure or what? The biosolids. Oh, biosolids. Uh, so that's well, not uptaken, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, well, I peddle tomatoes, so I'll just I'll try to keep it separate because I hear. There you go. I mean, I hear you guys saying one it's, thing. I don't. Yeah. But it, it's, <laughs> it's not. It has no uh long-term effect except the the benefits uh, on the vegetables there. absolutely well absolutely. yeah if it's treated to a certain level that they're letting you use it then then it's it's uh legally and and scientifically should be okay thanks yeah. james okay oh, oh sorry but it does okay. offend some people, so you do have to be careful. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Right now at Millburgers, you can find some great items for fall and winter that will help you create a beautiful landscape. Right now, for instance, four-inch pots of pansies are on sale. Beautiful, cheerful colors that will bloom all fall and winter. They're on sale for just 98 cents each. All around the holiday season, you'll see cyclamen, and they're absolutely beautiful. Cyclamen are on sale for just four eighty-eight in the four and a half inch pot. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on perennials. This is the final two weeks 
of perennials on sale in the one-gallon container. Choose from all your favorites, like Lantana, Salvia, Firebush, Mexican Mint Marigold, and much, much more. And Millburgers has the best landscape shrubs for this area on sale right now in the three-gallon container for just eleven eighty-eight. But don't wait too long. This is the final two weeks of that sale. You'll find this and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulvardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Right now, we've got a special buy three, get one free on all of our window treatments. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments to allow you to operate your shades from your smartphone. Get, Get delighted with, with delightful, delightful decors. decors. For bright shades and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with delightful decors. Call 844-4-4-4-3-3-2-6-7-7. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some urgent news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from PBS host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-422-3838 now to get your personalized copy rushed to you today. Do you want to avoid mistakes baby boomers and seniors can make when they buy annuities? Those mistakes now could be costly later to you and your family. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The long, sometimes bloody battle is coming to an end. You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. She has tremendous hate in her heart. Can Hillary Clinton hold off Donald Trump to become the first female president in our nation's history? Or will we see Trump upset the apple cart and all of Washington on his way to a win? And what about our issues and elections closer to home? We'll find out Tuesday. Coverage begins at 7 on 9. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We're ready to talk gardening with you at 308 
8867 Again, for more information on the uh, the event here that's going to go on uh, next Saturday from noon to 2 about the, the water barrels where you'll get to see the Saws water barrel uh, and uh, what it looks like and uh, how it's going to react and how it's going to do stuff, uh, you go to gardeningvolunteers.org. You can go to millburgernursery.com. Is it going to dance or what? It is. It's going to be a dancing water barrel. I mean, it is. It is. Singing Did you all mention the price? I never heard the price. Oh, it's for, $40. $40 per, each. Per re- each. Yeah, it retails for 120 uh, from that manufacturer. Have you seen it? The barrels? Yeah. Just uh, the photos. The photos, okay. And the uh, you can uh, each saw's customer can just order two. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. saw's is subsidizing the rest Does of the. Does it have saws. a spigot type thing on the? Oh bottom? yeah, oh yeah, it's oh. got a, it's got all yeah, it's ready Ooh. to roll. All right, that's gonna be good. That's always the tough part. We were just using a garbage can, and then you got to dip, you got to dunk, and then it, yeah, and if you don't put that mosquito dunk in there. <laughs> man, you mean you, they find it? Huh? They do. It's amazing. I, uh, there must be small mosquitoes are amazing animals, but uh, yeah, they uh, the, by the end of the uh, the week, even with the lid on it, the thing is buzzing. <laughs> you, you just throw the dunk in and run. Uh, the dunk works pretty quick. You're, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, but uh, but then but you it's hard to get the water out. So this is going to be exciting. I'm excited. Can you tell? So, so he, he's going to do for two. He must be going to do several presentations. Huh? Well, I think he's doing the presentation, and then he's here to answer Stay questions. Stay around and, to ask. Questions. Yeah. So you come by. It's it's it's. I don't think it's quite like we'll ask Trace when he comes back up. But I don't think it's quite like David, where he's speaking from 10:30 to yeah, noon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, I think uh, David Eastman is going to speak. Uh, just kind of as people come up and they ask questions and they view it and and stuff like that. So uh, right. yeah, so it should be really good. And um, I guess uh, you go to saws.org to find out where the uh, to begin the process of going online. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Three oh eight. They, yeah, they've got just like Jerry does on Plant Answers. They've got a big a little label there that says for more information on. The, the well, we get the yeah. We got the e letter, so that's how we knew to go. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's time again, Milton. Yay! It's that time of the year. I guess that's good. For what? Some people are riding in and talking about fuzz on their nuts. Hmm. Hmm. Pecans it happens every every year about this time. On the pecans? Yeah. Okay. On the nuts. That's yeah. What you think he was thinking on? Yeah. No, that's no. what I, I just wasn't sure. And we got a question from Lynn. Could be acorns. I don't know. Said uh, sometimes when we shell the pecans, there's brown dust. That should be in quotes. Dust on the halves. Is this harmful? Can it be wiped off? And can the nuts still be eaten? Thank you. Uh, and Forrest writes back, This condition is usually caused by lack of sufficient moisture during the nuts maturation period. And uh, we referred it to an article out of uh, Kansas uh, where where the 
the kernel fuzz is not a disease, and the brown material that is adhering to the kernel surface is not dangerous to eat. Huh. It only tastes dry and bitter. Yeah. The fuzzy material <laughs> on the kernel tastes like doo doo. <laughs> yeah, it tastes bad. It's so. actually part of the nuts inside shell packing material. Oh wow! Dry weather during kernel fill can inhibit full kernel development, causing poorly filled nuts. These poorly filled nuts uh, are often covered with the fuzz, especially towards the end of the kernel. Um, so that's what's when you sh- when you shell in pecans at this time of the year. Uh, fear not, uh, the the kernel is still edible. Now I don't I don't have a pecan tree anymore, so I don't know. Are the nuts beginning to fall? Yeah. Oh wow! How, what's what's the crop going to look like this year? Did the rains come at a good time or? Uh, my neighborhood is well. Paid, it's it's they, they can't. Is we it? had good rains, and then and then we had that drop period. That's yeah. what's causing these fuzzy nuts. Uh, but we had that draft period between. Oh, you you remember for a section between. So but now the the dry weather we're having now, uh, you know it didn't rain much in October. Uh, the pecans are beginning to uh, uh, split. The cur- the uh, hulls are beginning to split. Oh. And, and and drop the pecans now. So you, you, you the drought now, I mean the drought did the most damage, or the dry weather did the most damage uh, during the water stage, what we call the water stage of the pecan. Yeah. And uh, that's that's when it needs a lot of water. <laughs> And so uh, that's what's what's caused causing the problem. I like it when the uh, I'll miss when the the pecan leaves fall because it always seems like it's they're there. You go to bed, they're there. You get up, you know, for two or three days, they're all there, and one day they're just gone. Or it's like snowing, pecan tree leaves, um, all all very quickly. Yeah, and then the, the other they're thing done. is they de- they uh, break up so quickly, decompose and mm-hmm. they get real crunchy real quick. Yeah. Whereas the oak, oak leaves have a tendency to linger a little longer, but uh, yeah, they got more tannins than yeah. the oak leaves there. But you'll notice the center, the uh, the midrib and the the uh, midrib of the leaf has more tannins in it, and and you notice a lot of times they'll hang on when the actual leaf leafy material is. Yeah, uh, decompose. You have all the so, skeletons in the yard. The skeleton. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, are you going to be selling any this year? What's that? Pecans? Pecans? No, no, no. <laughs> I got. That's I got a over of yours you have I got over that. <laughs> I got a uh, email on uh, the um, oh the the vine Mexican flame vine mm-hmm. that uh, it hadn't bloomed. This summer, like it normally does, but now it's starting to bloom up uh, storm. So it's a, a lot, lot of, uh, this has been a strange year. Mo- mostly it's been a positive for plant growth, but it has disrupted. The bloom uh, cycles. So. Yeah. And so 
Well, and, and the, my lemons are blooming up a storm now, too. So. Yeah, we were talking about crepe myrtle yesterday. Yeah. I've been uh, being erratic in their bloom. And, pl- and uh, plums. Uh, so so the Mexican flame vine, uh, yeah, the f- folks are asking what they're seeing out there. That's that really bright flame orange. And uh, that's another one that's covered with butterflies right now. But usually they start blooming about June and bloom through till early fall. This this year they're, and I think last year they bloomed late into the into the winter too because of the mild winter. So expect that expect that this year too. The the Mexican flame vine is going to be a, a late bloomer. Hummingbirds are still going. Miller. Are they? Oh, good. I got to clean out the thing still. Yeah, still. And your uh, suet, put it out. Yeah, put your suet and your uh, seed box up because the migrating birds will be coming. And the oh, good, okay. Orange crowned warblers are already here. They're they're uh, spending a lot of time at the suet feeders already. So we uh, put up one seed block. I'm pretty sure a squirrel jumped on it and ripped it open. Hmm. And then it looked like it had been because it was it was like bent. And then it was on the ground, and no, it had to be. It was probably a raccoon. Oh, really? Yeah, the squirrels. Oh, I don't want a raccoon. I don't know. I guess the, the well, I've seen squirrels will. The difference a, a raccoon, like on a suet thing, will take, will pull it off of there, mm-hmm. figure out a way to pull it off, and then they'll drag it up the tree. No, that'd Whereas be okay. Where a squirrel sometimes will get it hung up, but they generally can't, aren't strong enough to. Oh well, maybe it was. I don't know. But yeah, but it, it's a it's a, a lot of joy. I enjoy. We do it where we can watch it. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's in the patio. You can see it from the couch, so you can just kind of sit yeah. there and, and blue jays are coming yeah. through. And, yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Well, I'll have to get one today, and we'll put it up. My Cooper's hawk has returned. Uh, that big female that hangs around our yard, and uh, you can tell when the when she's there because. No birds at the feeders. There? Yeah. Oh, you know, really? and I, yeah, I, I always kind of have this feeling that she's watching me. <laughs> and it usually turns out right. I don't always find her when I look for her, but sometimes I do. But uh, uh-huh. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Almost looks like it wants to rain. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, it feels it does. There's a little it's coolness in the air, a little wet coolness. Yeah. I got a question in from uh, Nancy, and she says, I'm looking for a deciduous shade tree that will qualify for CPS energy rebate to plant on the southwest side of my house. I need a tree that will keep the house in the summer and lose its leaves and so the sun can warm the house in the winter. I love the Texas red oak, but I've seen some red oaks that hang on to their leaves quite a long time in the in the fall and winter that would prevent the sun from warming my house in the winter when does the texas red oak usually lose its leaves is it is it is it past the fall no heat no cool season what uh are there other shade trees that lose their leaves more to the schedule that i'm looking for that's that's probably a accurate uh, observation, I think, on her part, because yeah. Texas red oaks are really uh, 
Some, kind of erratic. Some, some trees do that. Some red oaks yeah, do that. Some right. red oaks yes. don't. Some of them, I, and in the same yard, you can have one that's. I got one that's dropping leaves like mad, and another one that looks like it's yeah. in the middle of spring. You know, coming. Yeah, but, mine have started dropping leaves. Um, not turn color either. Now the ones, the ones that are really reliable early droppers. Well, we we'll take leaf pecan off. That's probably that's not a. That's a tougher one to manage, but cedar elms, mm-hmm. uh, and e- but even the cedar elms are not have not yeah. started this year. Uh, They've been so hot. Bur oaks, yeah. Bur oaks. Uh, I don't know about chinkapin, Jerry. Have, are they? Uh, uh, how? I think they're pretty reliable, but but I I think it just like uh, red oaks, they have a little tendency to be different tree to tree. Uh, but let's see, cedar elms, uh, Arizona ash, but I, we wouldn't record. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's on the CPS list. But you can look at, uh, look at the cedar elm and look at the uh, bur oak. They're both reliable early leaf droppers. Right, and they can find out what's on the list uh, at uh, the CPS. Well, but yeah, just go to CPS. dot org. Or yeah, and then they'll do this. They've got a. They'll direct you to the, the tree rebate program. Right. Um, and Millburgers here, of course, has all the information, too. If you want to get information on the program. Yeah. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a break, and while we do, give us a call at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Right now at Millburgers, you can find some great items for fall and winter that will help you create a beautiful landscape. Right now, for instance, four-inch pots of pansies are on sale. Beautiful, cheerful colors that will bloom all fall and winter. They're on sale for just 98 cents each. All around the holiday season, you'll see cyclamen. And they're absolutely beautiful. Cyclamen are on sale for just four eighty-eight and the four and a half inch pot. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on perennials. This is the final two weeks of perennials on sale in the one-gallon container. Choose from all your favorites, like Lantana, Salvia, Firebush, Mexican Mint Marigold, and much, much more. And Millburgers has the best landscape shrubs for this area on sale right now in the three-gallon container for just eleven eighty-eight. But don't wait too long. This is the final two weeks of that sale. You'll find this and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. There's no better place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. Join us online at aclj.org. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. 
When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15312. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell San Antonio Hill Country at 210-693-0305. This is Governor Greg Abbott. This election is about more than just the next president. Now more than ever, Texas must lead the way. But I can't do it alone. I need leaders by my side ready to fight for Texas values. That is why I need you to get out and vote Republican up and down at the ballot. Election Day is this Tuesday, November the 8th. Go to VoteEarlyTexas.com to find out where you can vote for Texas Republicans. Political ad paid for by Texans for Greg Abbott. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Barry. All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. We got a nice call. She didn't want to come on the air, but we're going to encourage her. Next time she calls, come on the air and tell us what's going on. She uh, listens to the show from Savannah, Georgia. Really? And enjoys the podcast, too, and she's got family that lives in Detroit and listens to our show as well. So she needs to call in. We're, we're, we, we're, we're so cut. We only pick on people from around here. If you call from Savannah, Georgia, we'll treat you nice. <laughs> we will. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. Where it has just begun to rain a little bit here at Millburgers. See, we could be catching all this rain if we had our rain barrel here. Um, Did the, they tell you where to place the rain barrel? Um, I imagine they do. Yeah, they got good information on it. I think they want you to put it under a water spout. That's what the picture shows anyway. Where it's uh, it's underneath. Uh, I don't have a water spout. You don't have a water spout? No. Oh, where does your rain go? It just comes off the roof? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you got that, a it's relatively easy to find. The Jerry probably knows there's three or there's three or four intersection places where the rain yeah, yeah comes off, comes the, off the roof. Like gangbusters. I've and I I put a 
barrels under uh, not uh, rain barrels but regular containers under there yeah. to catch it so hey with the weather getting a little cooler is there uh, anything we people should do preemptively uh, well, maybe taking tropicals inside or things like that or well we keep Jay and I keep trying to alert everybody that you know it may not happen next week but it might happen the week after that we're going to get a freeze what the, the average cold the cold spell is comes in the middle of November but it might you know might not be till December but you need to be prepared for it especially all those folks that got those great big wonderful tomatoes on the uh, <laughs> be ready be ready have everything lined up uh, so that that's that's one thing they can do and then yeah. the citrus they got to think about their strategies with their citrus cuz they got lemons that are about a week away from being ripe and you got ripe limes and uh, lots of satsumas uh, and uh, the citrus are more vulnerable when they got that fruit i always thought but uh, that's, i guess there's a debate the fruit is pretty vulnerable to yeah freezing. for freezing you don't yeah. want to freeze the fruit yeah. so you, you want to but it takes a long hard freeze to freeze the fruit get the, uh, the lemons and limes and the tomatoes and just have just have your strategies in mind and your I've come to the conclusion Milton that I my best is some kind of a fabric or cloth a sheet or anything with that blanket kind of material over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think of the blankets as giving enough protection by themselves but with a little cloth insulation in there they do really do a great job and they're, they're kind of easy to handle the blankets. What about flowering plants like you would have put in a container like hibiscus or something? Well, yeah, they're, uh, we, we actually haven't seen the, uh, the bougainvilleas are still looking good, so we mm-hmm. haven't seen that cooling. What you'll see, you, you will get, you know, five or six days where we got really cool nights, and then you, you see suddenly there won't be any bougainvillea, okay. which is an indicator that any time you could get them inside. Uh, no harm, no no harm done. Well, long, early. It, once it goes below 40, they won't bloom and they decline a bit. Uh, so you know, f- long term 40 degrees is not great for them. But I, I would say get them in after that. But then we've had these last two winters where people yeah. have left them out and yeah. have done pretty well. So. And Laura babied her tropical hibiscus, and it's now really big. And uh, she babied it through two winters, I think, one or two, I can't remember. But uh, it's it's gonna it's now it's in the ground. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've yeah. I'm, it's our plant. <laughs> And what was... Well, you can wrap it with... Uh, yeah, she uses the blankets. Blanket. Yeah, she uses the blankets and wraps it up. Um, the uh, and Verstuffs, am I pronouncing that right? Right, Verstuff. What was... There was uh, some pretty things blooming outside of their gate. Did you happen to see it as you drove by? Yeah, that that's the morning glory? Bush morning glory, Is it? Yeah. They yeah. were beautiful. Gosh, yeah. and their, their fields look nice, too. Mm-hmm. I was trying to... There was somebody out there on Sunday working... Yeah, well... Well, Saturday, Saturday. I guess, they were working. It looks like they were maybe filling the inventory. They don't retail there anymore. Though, no, really. no. 
So yeah, they were they were very. You could just see them because everything else is kind of either green or brown, and and then all of a sudden you have this. I think they're sort of a pinkish red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see uh, those occasionally in in different neighborhoods, and um, yeah, they're. We don't talk much about them, but they're a nice selection, and they. Yeah, because they look they they're hard to hard to market because they're. They're thin and scraggly and and old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Old fashioned. Yeah. Uh, bloom only lasts one day, so it's not like the. Yeah, but there are like a dozen so blooms in that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thousands. And uh, there's still. So it's hard to market. There's we, still a lot of vincas and zinnias and everything out there blooming too. Oh, really? When we get that first freeze, they'll be they'll yeah. be gone in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, enjoy them until then. I don't. I don't know if we're going to have a freeze this year. What is? What is he talking about? This freeze? Well, yeah, He's I upsetting just, me. Uh, you become just, a different uh, man than when started the yeah. show. I know it. You've embraced horse herb. Uh, there's no more freezes coming. <laughs> we, we've gone. We had. Uh, I guess we had freezes the last two years, but they were not. Didn't last well, very long. Yeah, and they weren't wide. Some places didn't get them. They didn't, the same time. didn't even hurt the bougainvilleas. Hmm. Didn't even have to cut them back this year. Yeah. And the esperanzas. And, and even the firebush. Didn't even have to cut it back. Duranta. Year. Of course, Duranta's yeah. tougher than the, the, the rest of them in cold. And they, Duranta just... I think it... Uh, did it... Uh, the Duranta bloom does better when they, free, they freeze back to the ground. A lot of people called, uh, came in last week looking for information on live oak root sprouts. I guess the grass is thinning out a little bit, and we're beginning to see the live oak root sprouts. There's nothing you can do but mow them, so just get over it. Uh, and, and generally, live oak, 107 people came in last week uh, looking for live oak problems. You know, when the leaves start, they're thinning out a little bit. And even the acorns. People get jumpy. Yeah, and they... We actually, haven't had our usual... That, most people consider that to be a problem. Yeah, we haven't had as or many, or a couple of calls that we normally get. No. You know, is there anything we can do to eliminate these acorns? <laughs> I think because we've told them that there's nothing you can do to get relief. Maybe so. Boy, you sure wish you could. But just keep in mind, if you have a big acorn crop this year, you won't have one next year. And no. So they're alternate bears. So my back of the truck will not get filled up next no, year. Just next this year. year. And so keep in mind how much the deer and the squirrels and the birds and oh, yeah. are enjoying and uh, having full bellies from all those acorns. Hey, absolutely. And got more meat on their bones and more mm-hmm. meat on the. And they'll disappear. Oh, let's see. They're still four weeks, five weeks after they quit dropping. I was out in this, I was walking the dogs when that first rain came through, you know, and so we're I'm running to get them in, getting, and I mean, I got attacked by acorns running uh. under the oak trees <laughs> to try to escape the the rain. The rain got me and the acorns got me. It was a little frightening. <laughs> but uh, I was looking at my citrus uh, this morning, uh, yeah, yesterday, yesterday afternoon. And uh, my Sito uh, 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 is beginning to turn now. Of course, they they've been ready to eat for a couple of weeks, 
but they're beginning to actually turn color. Uh, the skin's actually beginning to turn orange. And, uh, of course, I had to eat one, and uh, they're good. They're not as sweet as they're going to be, but uh, they're good now to eat. Uh, I, I was able to keep Milton off of that tree we saw in Divine. I, I think love the, Calvin's I, I think that was a Changshaw. That's the way we were walking to back to the truck. And uh, it had not, a nice load of uh, orange oh, yeah. fruit on it. But the, the interesting thing I noticed was the tree that gets the most sun, and when it does have fruit, had has the most fruit. Uh, and last year were just absolutely solidly covered with with uh, fruit. Had one fruit on it this year. Oh. So they're they're so big, all time, big time alternate bears. And I didn't I didn't thin the fruit, so uh, that made it even worse. But it's got one one poor little fruit on that thing. So that one poor tree in Divine is going to be yeah miserable looking next year. <laughs> uh, we have a question in from Dan, and he says, uh, I have an area next to our patio that's almost totally shaded in the morning by the house and filtered light through pecan and hackberry tree during the balance of the, uh, the day. We're looking for plants that would not get over three feet tall and hopefully keep their leaves all year and give us at least some bloom. We do not have very. We do have very good soil in this bed. What do you recommend for the area? First thing that came to my mind was a fire spike. Three but, feet? Huh? Only three feet tall. They want. Yeah, you'd have to keep cutting it back. Yeah. But uh, three feet tall. What about uh, what about what about um, plumbago? Blue plumbago. It's going to be, I've got some in my neighborhood that hadn't frozen back over three feet tall, but uh, well, you if keep grow, cutting it back. Yeah, if it grows up against something, if it grows just in a flat area, you could probably relatively easy keep it. What is it? Is it, oh, not much sun though, right? Yeah, shaded in the morning by the house and filtered light through pecan and hackberry tree during the balance of the day. So, yeah, Pombago might be there. Plumbago is not not a bad deal, and it fairly well blooms in the. Did they want it at permanent permanent rather than annual? Yeah, I think so. They said they wanted they wanted to keep the leaves all year and give us at least some blooms. Hmm. So anyway, I I like firebush and uh, I mean um, fire spike and um, plumbago blue plumbago. All right. Oh oh wait a minute, we could do ruralia. Dwarf. Dwarf Realia. Yeah. Let's see, that'd be, that'd be easier to manage than the others. And you get it in pink and blue. We took a nice trip, I think, I'm trying to remember where we went. I think it was Fredericksburg. And they had planted the regular Ruelia in, a, in a, a cluster. And it was really very pretty. I know that you don't rec- necessarily recommend that because it, yeah, it spreads quite a bit. Yeah, it does spread. Yeah, but it was sure pretty. I like that. Um, and uh, I think the dwarf spreads, too, just not as much. Nah, oh yeah, not nearly as aggressive. Okay. All right, well, I want to remind you again that uh, we'll be back here next Saturday and Sunday. And uh, next Saturday, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and uh, 
David Eastman will be doing their presentation on the rain barrels. They're going to be showing you what they look like, and the, they're going to talk about the SAWS coupon program. And so if you uh, heard us talking about it or you hear somebody else talking about it, I'm going to encourage you to come on out next Saturday and learn more about it, see the cans and uh, how they, uh, the barrels and how they work, and uh, maybe just... Uh, kind of get an idea i don't guess i guess you have to go online so they wouldn't have the coupon here uh but you want to go as soon as possible to take advantage of that coupon because uh only six thousand is that the deal yeah 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 so when you do sign up you want to be sure to put gvst as a as your sponsor that's one of the sponsors yeah 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 so that that get some funding all right, so we're going to begin to wrap up. Uh, but uh, oh, the other thing too is, for all this information, go to millburgernursery.com, uh, millburgernursery.com, where you'll find out what's going on here at the nursery, like this event. You'll find out uh, what's on sale, maybe what's coming up, and as well as other things in the city. So thanks very much to Barry back at the station, doing a great job getting all the calls on the air from all over South Texas and the United States. And of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton. We're going to say goodbye for today, but join us next week for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.